Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. What's up, y'all? My name is Russ Parr, and welcome to the Russ Parcast. And, of course, today we'll be talking to my wife and my daughter. My wife's got a wonderful book. And just in case you forgot, well, just in case she forgot, it's a book that she wrote um, for my daughter, little tidbits of information. She always wrote and say, if I'm not here, I want to make sure you know these things. It's a beautiful book. And I love the cover yeah. where it has them, where when they were really young, young. And then on the back covers when they're yes. what they are, their ages now. Yeah. So that's a very beautiful, beautiful thing. Also, of course, um, we'll, we'll get into a little politics. And we're going to have some fun this morning, too. Uh, or today, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, it's like um, things from the Russ Parr Morning Show. But one thing I want to point out to you guys. Pinky, the adventures of Pinky. Oh, yes. You know, yes, Clifton yes, Powell. Yes. Uh, you guys really, really need to go to the YouTube channel, The Adventures of Pinky. There are about 10 episodes. They'll, they last about three minutes. Hilarious. Yeah. And the reason why they're hilarious? For one reason. Me. Russ oh, Farr. that's what it is. Yeah. And you even star in one. And that oh, yeah. was a funny one, too. The one that I've always secretly wanted to beat up. Uh, Pinky and Clifton Powell. Because y'all almost got in a real fight. Yeah, but, you know, it, it wouldn't have been there. You know, we one of the kind of guys, we're going to try to talk through it. Oh, uh, yeah. Talk tough first. Exactly. And then, but I love you, man. And then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> y'all didn't get to swinging, I yeah. don't think. Yeah. No, I don't like to fight black people. Listen. Yeah. But I will if I have to, Listen. but I just don't do that. Let me, um, no, if you have not watched them, you got to start from episode one and yeah. go, because they build. Yeah, they build. That's what's funny. Right. One goes to the next, and you're thinking, okay, what's he going to do now? What's right. next? I love it. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of craziness. I'm, uh, the guy wins a lottery, and you know, and yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He gets back now, he's falling in love with a woman that. Uh, well, let's just say she the, might have had a substance abuse problem oh at some God. point. Oh God! But um, he makes it fun. So the Adventures of Pinky on YouTube. We got a YouTube channel, The Adventures of Pinky. Make sure y'all check that out. But let's go ahead and get it started, y'all. Let's have some fun. And then, of course, we'll be talking to my wife, Darnell Parr, about her book. And, of course, my daughter's going to be chiming in, too. So hang out with us. Today, I have two of the most important women in my life. One's named Chandler C. Parr, and the other one is Darnell D. Parr, better known as Darnell Parr, Hater Nation. And, of course, today, uh, we're talking about something real important, my wife's book. And the name of the book is Just In Case I Forgot To Tell You. Hi, ladies. Hi, Daddy. Hello. All right. <laughs> so, Darnell, you, gotta, you, you promise you're going to get close to the microphone because okay. my wife is really soft-spoken and stuff. And, and that's so cute. That's why I fell in love with her. So, anyway, um, yeah, I know this is kind of self-serving, but isn't, isn't that what everybody does? Okay. I mean, they, they try to uh, promote people that they love. But this is a, um, this is a work of love for me because this book is one of the most difficult books I've had to read in my life. Because I know where it comes from. I know why it exists. And, you know, and I know the little messages that my wife gave to my daughter over the years. And just in case I forgot to tell you, Darnell, let's start with you. Why did you call it that? I called it that because I'm always thinking I need to do something extra or buy something extra just in case I forgot something. So it was just natural to think just in case I forgot to tell you, because sometimes you do forget to tell people things. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to forget anything. 
So that's why I came up with Just In Case. Now, you've been writing this book for how many years? Oh, man. I think I started when Chandler was about one. Remember, I used to write them letters for their birthdays. Mm -hmm. And then I saw the movie Stepmom and thought about not being here to raise my daughter and to give her advice. And that's when I started writing um, stuff I wanted her to yeah. know. And which is what was always bothered me because you used to always write in their journals during their birthdays. Mm-hmm. And it was sad for me because, you know, you know, this is life. You know, we're going to be here and, and we do what we can while we're here. But it was just sad because I thought, oh, my gosh, this is something that's, that you see in movies. But... Um, my daughter now is 25 years old. Almost 26. Almost 26. Yes. Four days. This month. Yeah, it's crazy. And we're not, we're not going to buy you anything. Did That's you know okay. that? All right. So now I'm going <laughs> to tell you to speak into the mic because you turned it to her. Oh, sorry. Anyway, so Chandler, uh, when you knew that your mom was writing this book and it was inspired predominantly by you, um, because I remember her writing down stuff and on little pieces of paper and stuffing it in her purse and, and things that she wanted to say to you. I, I guess you take it as an honor, right? Yes, I do. She said she was every year for, since like 2019, she said she was almost done with it. And it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just now got it <laughs> uh, last year, but no, it is an honor. And I really enjoyed the book a lot and all the stuff that she wrote in it. Um, I've carried with me since, High school, because she's been telling me these things. She just hasn't written it down yet until now. Was there ever a point where you decided, I'm not going to listen to this stuff? Did, it, did, it, uh, did you understand it then? Because when you look at the book now and you see these little nuggets of wisdom, do you, do you look at it now and go, wow, that, makes, that hits a little bit more different now that I'm older? Yes, it makes more sense now. Like in high school and college, I'd be like, this is silliness. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> That's funny. And, and you know, in a large portion of the proceeds, by the way, folks, uh, uh, will go to charity because this book was not written for profit. As a matter of fact, my wife wasn't going to write this into a book. And when she was talking about all these little things, I said, you know what, you really need to share this with other people. And you know what, Darnell, you're not easy to convince to do anything because you're really stubborn. At what point did you decide after 24 years that you're like, okay, he's right, because I'm never right in your book, in your eyes. Okay. Well, it wasn't that I thought you were right. You just kept pestering me to do it. Okay. You just really stayed on me. Mm -hmm. And even when I was like, okay, fine. You did all the legwork for me. You found the publisher. Um, I didn't find the publisher. Or did I? You did. Oh, okay. Um, And I was like, okay, I'll go ahead and do it. But it's just going to be a book for Chandler. Mm -hmm. So I'll just have this book for Chandler, and I'll be able to give it to her for her birthday, Mm -hmm. and then I'll be done. So not to be self-serving again, but I was just shocked at how people have gravitated towards this book. And I'm not talking about just young girls. I'm talking about women in their 50s and 60s and 40s 
that are reading this, I remember Alfreda's, um, you know, on on Georgia. Uh, when she read it, she called me crying. And you know, then again, the wind blows and Frida's will cry. Uh, but she called the book. She called me crying and saying, "I wish somebody told me this stuff." when I was like 15 and 16, would you recommend this book for somebody that's a teenager, but just for all women of all ages? I think it's for people of all ages, teens, especially. Um, there is a couple of curse words in there. There mm-hmm. is some adult content. Yes. I think 12 and up. Oh, 12 and up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yes. I think it's things that girls need to know. Women need to know. Even as a woman, I'm still hearing things that hit me. Right. And I'll write it down. And, and of course, not every saying in this book came from you. You got it from different sources, right? Yes. Um, it kind of started with my mom, just remembering some of the things that she said when I was a teen. And just like Chandler, I thought she didn't know anything. And lo and behold, she did know some stuff. Yeah. Um, different women in my life, my aunt, um, just things I've seen Judge Toler say. Mm -hmm. So it's just a collection of wisdom from different women and from myself. Right. And and your best friend, Jack. Oh, Uh, yes. Jack was a character and he's with us in spirit. Um, Absolutely. but he had so many great sayings oh, yes. and you couldn't write them all down. No, you know, you just had to remember them and, and hopefully you got it right. But those are the kind of, these are the kind of things that every day you can pick up this book and it's, it's not a long book. It's like how many pages, 140 pages or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just open it up and just read just one little passage that could help you through your day. Now, Frida, uh, let me ask you, uh, um, uh, Chandler, my daughter, mm-hmm. I keep thinking about Alfreda's. Um, <laughs> is there one or two that kind of resonated with you that you really kind of took to heart? Well, the first one, I'll, I'll tell you my first one. Okay. Um, never act like you're lucky he chose you. He's the lucky one. Mm. Yes, because I'm all that in a bag of chips. <laughs> so. <laughs> yes, you are. So... So how did how did you apply that? Because I know some of the guys you've gone out with, and not all of them were wonderful. No, um, but I get to choose. They're not choosing me. Yes, and they weren't her standards, so that's why. So that's why fine. I left. Right. So you 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 have some standards. You're not like picky or anything like that. You just you were raised. No, to I have am some picky. St- oh, okay. yes, I have very high standards. Okay. <laughs> and then my other one. Um, it's kind of funny, but always keep your toes painted so people can tell the difference between your toes and a man's. Okay. So Darnell, <laughs> pull the mic to you, please. And explain that to us, please. Um, that kind of came from my hairstylist, Thomas Mitchum mm-hmm. in Dallas, Texas. Yes. Um, I started going to him when I was 15 mm-hmm. and I went there for the first time and He was looking at me and he told me, he said, you know what? You're a diamond in the rough. He Hmm. said, but your toes and your nails aren't polished. He Hmm. said, a lady should always have her nails and her toes polished. Hmm. 
So you can tell the difference between her hands and a man's hands and a man's feet. And that just stuck with me. Wow. So when I used to get gels on my, my fingernails, nobody would tell the difference between our nails. Well. <laughs> I stopped doing the gels. <laughs> it's just when I started adding colors when you got a little upset. <laughs> it's okay. So is there any other one that, that really kind of resonated with you? Um, I would say, I mean, these are all kind of like about dating, but I'm also at that age now. Um, I think it was from Aunt Ruthie. She mm. said, no cows live in this house. Don't let a man pull up, honk his car horn, and you run outside. Oh. That's, That's dis- Is that a sign of disrespect? Is, is that what it is? Or, yeah. or the fact that they may not have any home training? That's disrespectful. Especially really? if you're coming to somebody's house. Yes, it's rude. My right. daughter is not some cow. Right. Come get her from the front door. And that goes to walking them to the front door after the date. Yes. Hmm. Or if she's gone out and y'all took separate cars, check on her and make sure she made it home safely. Right. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I just think that we're not trained the same anymore because I think social media has done a lot of damage. I agree. I feel like people just don't have standards, but I raised my daughter, our daughter, Mm -hmm. with standards. Mm -hmm. And they are standards that I have for myself. Mm -hmm. And I wanted her to have them also. Someone else may not have them. Mm Mm-hmm. But one of the things in the book that I tell her, you don't stoop to someone else's standards. You raise them up to yours. Ah. So would some guy meet you, Chandler, and go, don't mess with Chandler Parr. She's bougie. Yes, I've gotten that. That's okay. And it doesn't bother you? (laughs) No. (laughs) See, that's the whole thing. A lot of young ladies are very sensitive, and they want to be liked, and sometimes they compromise themselves, or they settle. Is there anything in the book that talks about or speaks to settling? Darnell, can you think of anything offhand? Because I know a lot of this stuff has to do with not settling. Everything is about not settling. Mm -hmm. Everything is about respecting yourself, keeping your standards, um, and just being a woman of integrity. So when you and I started dating, um, did all these um, sayings apply to us? They did. I remember once you came to pick me up, And you called me and told me you were downstairs. Mm-hmm. And I thought long and hard about not coming downstairs. Why? Because I felt like you were honking your horn telling me to come out like a cow. Oh, but I wasn't honking my horn. No, but you called me and told me to come downstairs. And I knew Weren't that. Weren't you at work? No, I was at my apartment. Oh, okay. I knew it made no sense for you to come up because... You were just swinging by Mm -hmm. and getting me. But I thought long and hard about not coming down those stairs. Oh, I'm glad you did. Because then you had all these kids. (laughs) (laughs) You came downstairs and got pregnant. No, just kidding. Shut up. Okay. Uh, And, you know, and I I have to say this book, you know, I started reading because the beginning of the book, it's a letter that you wrote to my daughter. And. So I was crying really hard. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah. It's like, you're a different kind of person, Darnell. I got to say that because I'm not going to say that you're not emotional, 
because you can be, but you know how to keep it together. I don't. <laughs> you know, I just fall apart, and you guys laugh at me all the time. I know you do behind yes. my back. Yes, we laugh about you behind your back. Okay, and that's good. Just a few minutes ago, I kicked Chandler, and she said, ouch, and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you guys do that. And, and if I was paranoid, I would always think you guys were talking about me. <laughs> so, Darnell, um, the book is called Just In Case I Forgot To Tell You. It's yes. on, available at Amazon.com and Barnes & Noble. Um, I know you have so many great pieces of, of information. What is the one that really means a lot to you? I think it's the one I I just said about bringing people up to your standards. You really can't bring people up to your standards because when someone shows you their character, you really need to know that's their character. Right. Um, but I think that one and... I like the one where about, you know, closed mouths don't get fed. I know everybody's probably kind of heard something like that. I was but you put a different ready, little spin on it. Yeah, I was getting ready to say... One of the other ones that I love is I used to tell the kids, God gave you a mouth for a reason mm-hmm. because I wanted them to be able to speak up for themselves and take care of themselves because we're not always around. Yeah. And I want them to know and I wanted them to know how to speak up because people that don't speak up for themselves, people run over them. And learn how to say no. Yes. Absolutely. The Chandler can say no. Uh, I have a hard time saying, no, I try to negotiate kind of, sort of, but and then I can never get to know. And I think that's such a wonderful thing because whenever I need somebody to say no to them, I just call my daughter and ask Chandler, see if she... <laughs> yes, no is a complete sentence. <laughs> right. Oh, that's a good point. I like that. Um, I think one of the things is like our, our son Braxton, um, you, you, you tell him to have a voice. Well... He heard you loud and clear because growing up uh, with your brother Chandler, uh, Braxton was very vocal about mm-hmm. things that he agreed and disagreed with. Uh, and of course, sometimes it got him in trouble. So did that kind of backfire in that case? Because not all your, your, your nuggets are just for your daughter. It was for your, your boys, too. No, I didn't mind him speaking his mind. And I always told him and all of them, but really Braxton, um, I don't mind you telling me your thoughts and your opinions or if you disagree, but you need to watch your tone. I got you. And his tone is what got him in trouble all the time. It was the tone. It wasn't what he was saying. It was the tone. Gotcha. Well, I, I just think this is a book that, and it's a hard, you're not even trying to sell it because it's kind of like those, what do you call cops or what do you? Like coffee table books. Yes. Coffee table books. Coffee table books. Yes. And to me, it is just something that's priceless that you can pass on. And, and, and I would recommend this book. Like, let's just say your daughter just graduated from high school and is going to college. I'd get her this book. Yes. And it's an easy, easy read. It, it, it really is. Because and, sometimes girls don't want to talk to their moms because they think they don't know anything. Um, they may not want them to know what they're doing because they may feel like they're judging them. So bring that up. Yeah, so it has things in there that she can go to yeah, and did, get advice. Chana, did it ever come off like preaching to you? No. Really? Mm-mm. So you never felt like you were being judged? No. Okay. Never. Gotcha. Well, I didn't really talk to you until like five years ago. So. <laughs> well, I remember when you cut me off. And this happens to all 
fathers of teenage girls. I think, when did you cut me off around 15? You were 15? I don't know. I didn't talk to anybody except my friends. Well, for a whole year? Okay. Oh, maybe, she was going maybe 13. I can't hear you, Darnell. Maybe 13, mm-hmm. 14. Wow. She like stayed in her room for like three years. Right. It would have been really difficult. It was difficult for me, but you yeah, know you what? I knew I, I knew I knew I had to leave you alone. But you know what I I told you during that time because you were really upset that Chandler was in her room and not talking, mm-hmm. and I said you'd rather her be in the room not talking than out doing other stuff, right? That some teen girls are doing. It's so like your mom like, used to say. It's not okay. in this book, but I think it's going to be in the next one. Uh, you're not what penis proof. You're that- not penis proof. Which means I have no idea what that means. <laughs> I need to ask her. <laughs> but it kind of gives you an idea. I think it means don't get pregnant. Yeah. That's how I took it. But I've never asked her what it meant. I just thought it was really funny. Isn't it? Yeah. Oh. If you were to sum it up, Darnell, what, what, what would this book be labeled? What would it be to you? I think it's a book of, like you said, love for my daughter. Mm-hmm. And just wanting her to be the best woman the best friend, the best wife, the best mother, the mm. best person for herself, really. Absolutely. That's really what it's about, being the best person for yourself. Yeah. Well, I listen, you guys, I, we, we like to read every page to you because I think there's something in it for everyone, even young men. If you want to tap into, you know, what some daughters are being told by their moms, this will give you a, <laughs> this will give you a leg up, but at least you'll know what to expect. You see what's coming. The book, again, just in case I forgot to tell you by Darnell Denise Parr. And of course, it's available on uh, Amazon dot com and also uh, Barnes and Noble. Make sure you, you, you buy it. Um, Read it, recommend it. We'd we'd appreciate it. Yes, please. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. I know, Chandler, you just couldn't wait to leave. That's not true. Okay. I have to go feed our family at work. Oh, gotcha. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. So listen, it was Beyonce's birthday yesterday. Okay. Yes. Hey, Burgos. Yes, you couldn't couldn't forget that. And the other thing is, is that she's being compared to Taylor Swift. Did well, you, did you see they're that? making a lot of money. Well, you see what happened was what? that they both played in L.A. They both played at so- SoFi Stadium. Okay. Taylor Swift had the big video monitors. Oh, okay. the jungle. Mm-hmm. So no matter where you sat, you, you could, could see, see her. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beyonce did not. Mm. I wonder why. Uh, it ticked off a lot of people. I'm, mm. I'm, hearing, I'm hearing budget. I, I, I think that she just couldn't. Come on, don't do that. Budget. I know you playing. Stop playing. I know you that girl. Please stop playing. I saw, Erica Badu, I saw Erica Badu in Dallas, and she didn't have the monitors either. Those but that was a smaller venue. That was a smaller venue. You think uh, it's a money thing? It's not a money thing. Her, her tour is the highest grossing track by a female Drake. artist. Beyonce, not Taylor Swift. Well, Beyonce. Well, I have to say that this was a problem because if I have nosebleed seats at three, $400 a pop, okay, I want to see you. 
Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know they have tickets that are listening only tickets for Which the concert. Is crazy. I wish I would. Yeah, because you can't see anything because you're just gonna hear her. <laughs> really? Yeah, because I almost I got wish duped. Because I, I was like, oh, let me get these tickets. They were these like two hundred so something dollars. That's probably the scammers. Yeah. You know what? No, 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 you know what? It was it listen was through only. Ticketmaster. Let me tell you something. And it said it listening only. Well, for y'all know my husband got me tickets for my birthday, so I bet you a million dollars. <laughs> I bet you a Freda's million got dollars. Bathroom seat. Oh, you got some listening only tickets. I promise you. Well, I think that she's having so some. It's, it's a budgetary thing. They budget for every show. And, wow. You know, Come on, man. she'd be calling up here trying to win some money. You know what I'm saying? Oh, she's on the line. Oh, yeah, thank you. She's on the line. Hey, babe. Hello, Russ. How are you? Beyonce. I can't believe you called me. How you doing, Beyonce? Yeah. Oh, I'm good, Russ. I'm good. I was honestly just calling to see if it was about that time. I'm trying to call and see if it's time to play that name game. Um, actually, um, I think you kind of missed it. We already played it, so you you weren't the uh, correct caller to get in. Um, Well, Russ, I'm trying to win. I I know. Beyonce, I mean, why? (laughs) You got money. You and Jay, come on, man. Jay is behind on his Bugatti payment. Well, You know. Uh um, Hold on one second. Lou, Lou, please sit down. Mommy's on the phone with Russ. Please. (laughs) This is a little trouble. Okay. Well, well, basically, Beyonce, we're, we're over $8,000 here, and I'm not even sure if that'll make a dent in your Bugatti payments. Exactly. Any little not. thing helps. Oh. Okay. Gotcha. And I'm also trying to purchase, um, you know, these these horses. Horses? Um, these, these $2 million horses for our oh, foyer. What? Wow. For your foyer? You mean statues? Yeah. No, uh. Real Arabian horses. Wow. Oh what? <laughs> to put in your foyer? They're just going to stand okay. still. Well, listen, call tomorrow and maybe you can get in, you know, because I, I the Bugattis are kind of expensive. You don't want to get behind on those payments. And, and Arabian horses, I'm, I'm wondering, they'd probably be great, you know. They'll leave a mess in your foyer, but I get it. I get it. No, we have people to clean that up, right? I got you. Okay, because you're rich. All right. Thank you so much, Beyonce. You're very welcome. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. 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 All right, so we were talking uh, about P. Diddy, uh-huh. a Puff Daddy, right. who is basically um, giving his the rights to uh, all his artists' music. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and the songwriters. And giving him back, giving them the publishing. Is that what he's giving them? Yep. Giving yep. them the publishing rights, yeah. So they can so, get off it now. That's right. Now, you know that, you know, Mace and all these other guys have been, been complaining for years. Mm-hmm. But, but Locks then, was first. The Locks went in, had the big dispute on New York radio, mm-hmm. and he agreed to give them their publishing back. And that was right. some years ago. Right. right. And you're saying as well, he should. Yeah, right? yeah absolutely. Of course. But he could have done something else. He could have done what other corporations would have done. He could have sold the catalog, the whole labels catalog, because someone was after that catalog. But he was like, I'm not going to sell it to you. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try to empower these artists. And it's time. So now they it's can time. sell it. They can make that yeah. money. Right. All right. Yeah. He did not have to do that, y'all. He did no, not. He did. Uh, absolutely he not. Of course he didn't. There's a lot of thing in ethics people don't necessarily have to do, but it's the right thing can to we do. Assume- yeah, he was offered nine figures. He was offered nine figures nine for figures. the catalog. Can we just assume that early on in Puffy's career that he didn't know how it worked? No. Because I'm going to no. no. tell you. He knew how it no. worked. He knew. He learned no. from Andre Harrell. Pebbles, too. He did. So basically, he got yes. them to sign a contract, That's which right. is legally binding. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's doing something that he did not have to do. No, right. he did not. Because he well, invest- let's talk about contracts you signed back in the day. 
invested in those people. And he made them who they are today. Yes, but That's even right. then you can still exploit people. And this is what I mean. If I go buy a car and you don't tell me whatever, some people just don't know. Well, you get a mechanic first. But here, they should okay, have had their I lawyer. Yeah, but some people you. can't. But you're talking about people who literally come from places where they don't have that money. Oh, uh, whatever. Y'all know this world. Look at TLC. Look at, come on. Let me say this. Let me say this. But people get mad when it was white people doing it to black people. Mm, so my thing is, I'm going to hold him to the same standard because guess what? Don't do it to your own people. Well, let he me just say business. this. It, you know, it, it's not even about your own people. It's not. It was business. It was business. It was business. It wasn't white It's like Prince. Business. Prince or Prince changed his name. Because right. of that. But he had been in the business for a long time and yep. he didn't understand he didn't how it know. works. But listen. That's right. But wait a minute. Y'all are killing me. It's about green. That's what it's going on with politics. That's, that's reality. Unfortunately, but I that's don't feel that's America. But, but when we that's say, America. what I'm saying is, as an individual, you can either sell your soul, you can either continue to do what's wrong, because that's what America does. I choose to do different. Do what's and it was wrong. Well, that's what he did. How that's what he know, did. How do we did know that wrong. it was wrong? He, he well, just he knows wrong. it was wrong. That was the business So why didn't those standard. people have the their contract? Standard. Disagree with you. Why didn't you have their, why didn't you have your, you attorneys. That's what you. Right. Come on, y'all talking about these kids. Y'all Thank talking you. about Mace was but a kid. We're talking about matter. these young individuals that are looking for ways out the hood, out the project. And he got we him out. We know how that is. And he oh, saved he him. did. Guess what? You know how many dudes Guess still what? walking around he with a mixtape in their pocket? Guess what? He <laughs> saved him, dude. Fame, what fame, don't, fame don't Change pay bills, lives. baby. Fame don't pay bills. Listen, they he did the right thing too. in the all, in the end. He did the right thing. He did the right thing. I'm happy he did finally. I'm saying he didn't have to. He didn't have Nobody to. Nobody has to do and anything. He, no. Nobody well, you, to I'm going to tell you what happened. I'm going to tell you what happened. You're not going to go around and have these these big events talking Lavish about you empowering parties. artists yep. and then not pay your son. That's what Exactly. It is. Knowing your, you your artists are yeah. struggling that you're eating off of. Yeah. Please. You can't do that. Have some eating sense of a conscience. Man, he built that have brand. Have some sense of And not conscience. only that, he built a new brand. Y'all, you can't, you can't you, uh, fault him that they didn't build off of that. Okay, Trump, go ahead. Right? How about exactly. the right thing would be like when he signs an artist and he puts a lot of money in an artist and right. the artist fails? Yeah. Should that artist pay him back? Should owe him some money. Once, Shouldn't they do the right thing? Once again, no, if if they don't have it. They don't have it. You're giving somebody a janky contract and you know that. Did you, you read it? You come, read the contract? But what some made of it janky? Don't you're just assuming. understand or no. Nobody gives away listen, publishing. Let me, let me That's make, not make tripping, a contract janky. No one gives away publishing. What come you're doing, now. Tanisha, you're, you're, you're basing it on opinion and, and not facts. Fear. No, she's basing it on morals. And y'all ain't got none. And morals. And morals. And y'all ain't got none. Just because certain things are black and white doesn't mean that you shouldn't think about ultimately what is the wrong, right and wrong thing to do. But at that time, that wasn't wrong. It was the end. Industry standard. Absolutely. Who says, listen, the industry has been wrong many times to black people. Don't tell me that. White people get the same deal. What are you talking about? Either way. But look what was happening as far as black music. Why do you think black wealth is the way that it is in comparison? So don't try to play it. Because we were slaves. You guys all made your points, and nobody uh, agrees with anybody in this room. I don't know how you I guys agree feel. with Tanisha. Uh, go to Thank social you. media. Yes, because I got more of Russ Parr show, and feel free to do that. Okay, and, and leave your comments. We'd like to hear from you. It's time to provide a public service. Oh. You know, a lot of people try to spice up their love lives. Yeah. You know, by inviting a third party. Mm. Sure. First of all, that would freak me out because 
You don't know where that person has been. Absolutely. Hello. Not unless you're going to test them, and that could be a turnoff. You walk in, hey, can you pee in this cup? And, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. let me swab yeah. you and let me check you out here. Mm. Uh, but, you know, first of all, there, there's that danger. But if you yeah. get past that danger, um, one or two things can happen with a threesome. It it's could here. help your love life with your, your, your significant other, mm-hmm. or it could hurt it. Yeah, certainly. And I don't know if there's any statistics that show that you, you invite a third person into your room, your bedroom, that mm-hmm. you don't wind up, or one of y'all wind up cheating with that person. Yeah. So, well, oh yeah. That when we think about happens. celebrities who we've heard do this, so we mm-hmm. talked, you know, we talked about Neo. Mm-hmm. There's the rumors about Ti and Tiny. They're still oh, together. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's the rumor about Robin Thicke. He decided to go ahead and get with that Candy the, Burris. The, yeah. You they're know, still together. Knows, yeah. You know Candy, but you know Todd see, is like, Psh, hell yeah. You know, you got to understand. See, a lot of times people like this. That's why they like to go to parties. Yeah. Because it's not oh. really a connection after oh, the party. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. And, that, and you run the risk of one or the other trying to hook up without you. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think the thing with Candy is what I've heard mm-hmm. is that she gets with the girls. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's different if she's getting with the girl and her husband isn't really getting with the girl. I'm an advocate. But here's the thing about when you. <laughs> you stupid. You better hope Darnell's still asleep. When you open up Pandora's box, I have a friend. Wait I know minute. Pandora. I have a friend. She never run away. Open Pandora it Jones. Okay. Hey. Stop it. All right, my bad. Go, go I listen to Pandora. <laughs> All right. I have a friend of mine that yeah. they did that, right? Uh-huh. And they opened up yeah. the door, but she wasn't enjoying She didn't enjoy it. Yeah. So she was like, okay, one and done. Right. He was looking for women online wow. still trying to be like, hey, babe. And she was like, it consumed the relationship too That's much. Right. Yeah. That's right. Because he kept trying to push women on her. It has yeah. to be both of y'all like wanting it. But it, you might it, want it's it never and both. then realize yeah. it's, it's never not for both. you. And then what yeah. happens if he wants to do it again or she wants to do it again? But some fellas out there, man, you know, it's like, um, hey, especially if she brings some dude in that's that's a no-no for a million guys but you're worried about the dude but what about the woman if she enjoys it a little too much and you in a corner by yourself yeah sucking yeah. your thumb <laughs> yes oh, <laughs> what happened wow. here next Somebody thing you tripping. know it's just a really bad idea if that's the case i just feel like if a man wants to bring another woman in he doesn't want you it's compartmentalized sex here, y'all. But you know, sometimes people say this, Fritas. They say, I would rather if one of us wants to have a sexual experience with someone else instead of cheating, oh my I God, would stop. rather. <laughs> some people, that's <laughs> their. Wow. No, but that's yeah, their it took you too long it. to even say it. Yeah. So well, you already so know where I'm going. And, and there's a lot of guys that are immature. You know, they, they, they just have, yes. they're just done before you start. You Wait, know, that's, that's, not what, that's what happened. Because my whole what thing is, if, if I finish up and it's like, I'm good, I'm like, you know what? Y'all just go ahead and do your thing and enjoy right. yourself. And let me, let me go get the camera. <laughs> You're going to just get the popcorn. Wow. Just, no, I'm going to become that, that, that director of photography. Video, okay. You're going to get your film. Hey, girl, can you move your hair to the right, please? Thank you. I right. uh, pros and cons of threesomes, y'all. Uh, don't so do it unless you have a cons. really solid relationship, okay? All and right. then you really don't need it if you have a really solid relationship. But if you have Preach. a solid relationship, Preach. it may make it. may it, enhance it. You yeah. never know. Anything one time. If it's solid, it's solid, it doesn't need enhancement. No. You may think it's solid, and then all of a sudden you just find out it's not. But you know, you'll probably get left so... Hey, people died taking drugs one time. Oh, what the hell are you talking about? A whole different place. He just had the morbid analogies, man. Hey, no, because hey. he said this I'm one time. I'm with it. I said it may kill him. right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say me. I didn't say <laughs> me. <laughs> 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 that type of crack, Albert. Not okay. that type of crack. <laughs> 
Well, there it is, the Russ Podcast. Make sure you listen on the Apple Podcast app, UrbanOnePodcast.com, and everywhere you get your podcasts. All right, talk to you next week.